You're listening to the I Heart Classical Podcast, where we listen to classical music and learn to love it. Today we are going to learn about Fidelio, which is Beethoven's only opera that he composed. I think it's really good to know that somebody as brilliant as Beethoven had to struggle to make an opera. He worked for years and years on creating the opera, finding the right words that he could write music to, and then the first time he did it was sort of a failure, and then he had to wait several years and try again, and then his um, second go at this opera was a real success. So today we're learning about Fidelio. So this all began in 1803 when the director of the Vienna Opera House asked Beethoven to write an opera. And Beethoven was very excited because a lot of composers that came before him had had a lot of success with operas, especially Mozart, whose greatest skill was writing operas. So Beethoven took this very seriously and he finally found a storyline that he liked. And it's a great storyline. It's about a woman named Leonore, who is basically in Beethoven's eyes, the perfect wife. She's the type of wife that is brave, true, honest, and will always fight for her husband. So her husband is a person that has been a political prisoner and he is stuck in a jail. And Leonore takes it upon herself to dress up and sneak into the jail as a person that's going to just work there as like a servant. And she sneaks in and finds her husband and eventually sets him free. And it's this very amazing dramatic storyline that um, has a lot of beautiful ideas in it and um, is definitely a window into our understanding of what Beethoven thought of women and the perfect woman. He talked a little bit about how his mother was a person of great honor and res- and he respected her. And so in some ways she is like the character of Leonore in Beethoven's mind. Because Beethoven's music was so different and advanced and complex, instead of just being able to sight read the music and perform right away, the music and the orchestra and the singers had to rehearse a lot. And Beethoven was very frustrated with the rehearsals. I think everyone was frustrated because it was difficult and long and Beethoven was very demanding. So there were a lot of rehearsals where he left really frustrated and drained. And then it was time to put on the show. And unfortunately, when it was this time, our friend Napoleon was involved in uh, being at war with Austria. And so all of a sudden, Napoleon's armies had taken over Vienna 
And so there were a lot of French soldiers in Vienna and a lot of people had fled Vienna. A lot of Austrians had fled the city and they weren't there anymore. So the people that would normally come out and watch a Beethoven opera just weren't there. So when it was time for Beethoven's opera Fidelio to be presented, the audience was full of French soldiers who had no idea what was going on with the music because they were singing in German and they didn't really see any action taking place because a lot of the action in this opera is through the music and there's not a lot of exciting stuff happening on stage. So basically these French soldiers did not enjoy the opera and it was a real failure at that time in Vienna. So Beethoven had to wait a few years before his opera was going to come back out. He had a new libretto, new words. He reworked a lot of the scenes and rewrote music. He had something that's called an overture. And this is the music that's played at the very beginning of the opera. And usually it is a little bit of all the music that you'll be hearing in the opera. You get to hear a little taste of it in the overture. Well, Beethoven worked so hard on this overture, he actually wrote four different overtures for this one opera, which some people have said, you know, great opera composers like Wagner spent more time, well, Beethoven spent more time on his overture than Wagner did on a complete opera. So it was a lot of work for him. So for eight years, Beethoven worked on other pieces of music. Two very important pieces of music that we will listen to next week are the Fifth Symphony, the very famous Fifth Symphony, which most of you could probably sing the opening motive, and the Sixth Symphony, which is maybe one of my most favorite Beethoven symphonies. So he worked on all these great pieces, had a lot of success with other chamber music, and then eight years went by, and finally he debuted the second Fidelio, which was a great success. He worked so hard on this, he even pointed out that he deserved a prize, basically, for the hard work that he had done. He could have written something new, he thought, probably in with less work than reworking this whole opera. But he did it, he worked very hard, and people loved Fidelio. Hector Balios, who is a famous composer, said that the music sets your insides on fire. So it was a great success. The first song that we're going to listen to is actually some opera music. So if you're not familiar with opera, it's just going to be about four minutes of this beautiful music. The, the reason why I wanted to choose this is it's only four minutes, but it's also really pretty, especially at the beginning when you only hear the orchestral instruments. You'll hear a lot of beautiful clarinet, and it's very quiet. And I just think it's really, really beautiful, quiet Beethoven. So the song is called, let me get the translation, Mir ist so wunderbar, which is a wondrous feeling fills me, is what we say in English. 
So this happens in the beginning of the opera in Act 1, and I'm just going to read straight from Wikipedia. Uh, I'm going to read the synopsis of this song. So there are these characters, Giacchino and Marceline, and they're alone in somebody named Rocco's house. Giacchino asks Marceline, will she agree to marry him? But she says that she will never marry him now that she has fallen in love with Fidelio, unaware that Fidelio is actually Leonore in disguise. So this happens a lot in opera where somebody's in disguise and then somebody else falls in love with them and so it leads to all these great misunderstandings, which adds to the drama of the story. So Giacchino leaves, and Marceline expresses her love and her desire to become Fidelio's wife. Rocco enters, looking for Fidelio, who then enters, carrying a heavy load of newly repaired chairs. Rocco compliments Fidelio and misinterprets her modest reply as hidden attraction to his daughter, Marceline. Fidelio, Rocco, and Giacchino sing a quartet about the love Marceline has for Fidelio. And I just, so listen for all these characters. There's a dad, there's a woman, there's a guy that loves the woman, and then there's Fidelio, or really it's Leonor. So it's this just great, great piece of music. So I hope you enjoy, and then come back and we'll listen to one other piece.
The last thing we're going to listen to this week is the overture number three to Leonor. So this is just a fantastic piece. I really, really love it. A lot of people have thought that it's a little too heavy and too big for an opera overture, but it sure does sound great on its own too. And I love driving to it. I always end up going too fast. So if you're listening in the car, don't go too fast. And I hope you enjoy.